Welcome, welcome. Wow, I sound like a haggard popcorn <laughs> dispenser woman. Welcome, welcome to existential <laughs> crisis. The year is 2084. That's what it feels like in my bones. I will tell you, so I usually do um, dan- a dance church, oops, a dance church plug on uh, on Wednesday. That <laughs> wasn't one of the plugs we discussed. <laughs> ah, shit. Well, Damn well. it. Uh, I do a dance church on Wednesday, but today I had a meeting that went over, and so I was like, you know what? Instead of doing a fun exercise activity, I'll just take a nap, And because nice. it was had already started. And so I took a nap, and I woke up to my phone going, ding, and Colin going, hey, you ready to record? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so glad you sent that text, though, because I was out here thinking, you know, I'm I, self-control. I have self-control. I don't. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, who does nowadays? But, like, I definitely was like... When six o'clock rolled around, I was like, I feel like Sarah's normally on top of this and <laughs> always beats me to the punch here. And I am very a little late. I'm a little late. And she's nowhere to be found. Something is wrong. So That's so sweet. Just, That's so sweet you that you mad. think I'm on top of things. So oh, sweet and misguided. <laughs> I mean, in this one particular instance. <laughs> I'm, I'm very Recording timely. a podcast from home. Yes, I'm very timely when it comes to recording a podcast in my own home. Yeah, that is just imagine that is everything true. was recording a podcast in your own home. You might be I, so much further in life. I am usually on time for things. I will say that. But and anything that's... more than that is a mess. Like, I, I can't do anything else. I forget things. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I, complete, yeah. I completely forget entire conversations. That's but, not... I feel like I forget entire days, especially lately. Like at work, we have a basically a check in every week where people talk about their weekends, and I have to think so hard about <laughs> what I did when I get to Monday. I'm just like, I don't fucking. I think, <laughs> um, okay, well, I was here, and did I leave? Did I ever leave? I don't know. I really don't. You're know. still it's... there, Talon. You're still there right now. No. Um, I hate being on time for things. I just I've noticed. <laughs> And I, I, I think good. I'll make this my platform to say it. I, uh, I'm not just late because I tried to be on time and couldn't. I am deliberately late. I hate <gasps> being on time. What? Especially at parties. And Elena always wants to be on at time. the party on the dot. And I'm like, that's no one's there yet. What are you talking you about? You know what? There's... The next time I throw a party and I'm in that horrible phase. There's like always like 20, like when you are responsible for throwing a party, there's always this horrible 20 minutes after the hour where you're like, no one is going to come, no one likes me, and you feel like crying in your prom dress. Sure. I'm going to take a picture of my own face and send it to you so that you feel the impact <laughs> of your choices. Do it. And it's, <laughs> it's so true. Elena, the same way, if we threw a party, back when we threw parties, if we ever did that and the, you know, it rolled to seven o'clock and no one was there yet. It would be upsetting. And Game I'm over. Like, it, they're going to be here. They're f- no. It's fine. No, they won't. They're never coming. Fashionably late is where it's at. Well, I'm going to be on time, so I have to wait for the other people who are late before I can do anything. <laughs> yeah, right. Please. I'm going to be that late person. I'm going to be late. The party I'm starts a, when a, I I'm show be, up. I just, I, I feel, <laughs> we're not making this into a Black Eyed Peas song. It's not okay, happening. sure we're not. That was Black Eyed Peas. That wasn't just Will I Am, right? That was Black Eyed Peas. Okay. I mean, that was well I am saying that, but that was not one of his solo ventures. Anyways. 
Uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say, so never mind. Okay, well, I that's got... okay, because I have a new topic. Um, are we ready for a Black Eyed Peas biopic? <laughs> Is America ready? Is it out of I time? I think we're going to need to give it, like, another... I think they're going to be one of those bands that it, retrospectively, like, looking in retrospect, will we will be like, they shaped the yeah. early 2000s and the aughts, as they're called. <laughs> boom, boom, pow, was the yellow submarine of our generation. I, it kind of was. <laughs> and I say that I, I need to say something controversial. You had a controversial. I ha- have a controversial opinion. I okay. would listen to the Black Eyed Peas over the Beatles any goddamn day of the week. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not someone who holds the Beatles on a pedestal. I appreciate them, but I yes, I guess I would rather listen to if I had to choose between the two for some reason. Like, what's yeah. gonna get me rocking and bopping faster, Black Eyed uh, Peas? When I'm 64. <laughs> um hey it's now a good time to mention that i am i have at some point in my life listened to uh uh acapella beatles jukebox musical because uh, i am a hundred percent that bitch whatever that bitch is that is the bitch i am you are wow you, are, you know what it slapped you are something else buddy I don't think you're allowed to use the word slapped in reference to a Beatles jukebox musical. I'm sorry, I rescind Beatles jukebox musical. I I rescind your ability to use that word. I'm Entirely sorry. sung through Hamilton style, Lane uh, style, no dialogue, no. audio only. I feel audio only. Is this what I'm dying doing, feels like? Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it it's was. you know the world is kind of horrible, is it not? I look back at myself a lot, and uh, yeah, it, it was pretty horrible. <laughs> but not as horrible as the world. You're but right. no, no, you're not horrible. You just you have some passions that I don't understand, and, and that's you know okay. What? Isn't that it's, friendship? <laughs> yes, because same to you. And I've been in the thrall of your controlling of a YouTube. Watch along, and the rabbit holes you have gone down are twisted. Yeah, they're messed up. The rum- are you talking about the rummaging man? Oh, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Things I have never dreamed of in my wildest nightmares. Oh, I'm so glad I could be that for you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, Man. Hey. Have you seen any good YouTubes lately? Um, hey, I hey. haven't. No. <laughs> uh, hey, we're we're in Portland, Oregon. That is a place we are most of the time. Most of the time, uh, and there's something crazy going on. It's a little crazy. Uh, I would say it's full on. I was it's full on like dystopian future crazy. Yeah. Um. I can't remember if I, I talked about it on the pod or off the pod, but before, I mean, things were already pretty wild. Like, Elaine and I had ridden down to Portland and just looked around, and uh, it was just, uh, I mean, it was a very disheveled Portland, Oregon. And I'm not, like, mad about it. I'm just like, this is impressive. Like, yeah, yeah. this is a battleground for sure. And then it got worse <laughs> uh, when... You know, when uh, the Customs and Border Patrol departments, you know, 
made themselves at home here. And uh, if you haven't seen, and if you haven't seen, good. I, I, I hope you can be made aware. And if you have seen, sorry for repeating information you already know. But uh, yeah, there are basically the army. The army is here. I think that's basically... Yeah. True to say. Yeah, we're being we're essentially being occupied by federal forces right now. It's it's yeah. pretty crazy. It's pretty scary to see. Like, you know, as a Portland resident, I had not felt threatened until now. Like, I feel like like the PPB was out of hand, but that was like, you know, when is the PPB not out of hand? Boom. And all of a sudden now we've got federal troops in downtown shooting it. At peaceful protesters and breaking their skulls open, and yeah. nobody cares. And it is it does feel like Portland is being used as a test right now, which is wild. I just have not seen that future for me, so that's weird to just be in. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I think what people in Portland would want to happen is for more attention to be on this, and to do whatever can be done to make sure it is, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, not okayed. Like, you know, boo, hiss. Boo, boo, hiss Sign some petitions. Because right. um, yeah. it's starting in Portland. This is a direct order from the president. And uh, it could very well be happening elsewhere if it keeps happening here and and is deemed any sort of success. Yeah. And also go Portland for making such a ruckus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I don't know why we were picked specifically. <laughs> I, I do have a to... cesspool of liberal democratic. <laughs> yeah. Unpatriotic, non-family based values. Steppers. Ah, yeah. we are the, the devil. Your grandparents dream about it. Um, <laughs> your grandparents dream about me that's kind of sweet that's sweet it's kind of sweet but yeah I mean I can't say that I found out about this firsthand. I haven't been downtown at the protest recently and that was for various reasons but uh, I'm only hearing about it because people are making noise about it and if you're only hearing about it because we're making noise about it please make more noise about it and think about how many other people are not hearing about it um Look, Google it. Look at the research. Do the detail. Do the details do the and details. look at the research. Nailed what it. I said. Nailed You're doing it. great. You're doing great. I'm on the spot. I'm on the soapbox, and it is. <laughs> it's high up there. It's, it's real high soap up there. is slippery, is what they don't <laughs> tell you, and the residue is all over the place. And Portland is wet. Um, Portland's wet as fuck. <laughs> but uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't really have anything directly actionable to say other than. Watch. Make noise. Yeah, make noise and watch. Like, keep your eyes on us. Uh, yeah. yeah, scary times are afoot, my friends. Yeah, and if if needed, we will <laughs> keep reporting on it, I guess. <laughs> but um, that's not really what this podcast is. But if that's what it has to be, then fine. You know. And uh, yeah, I, we figure we slip it into our comedy podcast, and other people slip it into their podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way. If what if communication in this post-apocalyptic future we are driving toward is just all podcast space and people send coded messages inside of podcast <laughs> you're really yeah you're really doing a good job as framing podcasters as the uh <laughs> the, <laughs> the heroes of the heroes. rebellion yeah. yes Which I, podcasters will lead the way I, would, I don't know if i would cast us i will follow sarah <laughs> koenig into battle <laughs>
I will march alongside the McElroy brothers. I hate this. This is just like super hulak all over again. I want to kill myself. Well, whenever Sarah says that, it's probably a good time to start. Welcome to Craig's Existential Crisis, as I said at the top of the show, but if you missed it, there it is, and now you feel welcomed. Welcome. <laughs> uh, we are whatever we, a deep dive through the misconnection section of the world's favorite list, and a deeper dive into ourselves, and if you don't know, the misconnection section of Craig's is like a place, well, that's not even words anymore. You never do that. You ever just, <laughs> you ever get tongue-tied? <laughs> The misconnection section of Craigslist is like a place for personal ads that about chance encounters that the writers didn't get a chance to act on in the moment, so they post them to the internet here in hopes of connecting, and we cherry-pick the best ones, and we go to town on them, Ooh, can I, can I put a corporation on a roast right now? Yeah. Okay, so you said cherry, which made me think, here's the deal. So yeah. I, because... Because I've been going to pro, uh, should I say that on podcast? I don't want to get arrested. Because I've been, I've been around that. large crowds shouting <laughs> with yep. other people. Sure. Uh, I've been very strictly quarantining, right? So mm-hmm. I've been really trying not to leave the house uh, or see anyone. And so part of that is I've been ordering groceries oh, uh, from a corporation called Schmed Schmeyer. Mm. Uh, and sometimes they'll be out of the thing you want, so they'll like swap something out. Uh, and it's usually just like a brand swap, so it's fine. So like ordered cherries because it's a hot summer's day in in you know July, whatever month it is. The summer months. The summer months. And I ordered cherries, and they were like, "Do you want to approve your swaps?" And I was like, "Yeah, this like it's fine. I'm sure it's fine." And I didn't look at them, which was my fault. But then <laughs> so, somebody somebody thought that the perfect swap for a delicious ripe Portland Oregon cherry. Would be a vine of cherry tomatoes. Oh, do you know how no. disappointing though? I don't even like cherry tomatoes. I got to use them for target practice. <laughs> oh, no. Anyone know of any racist monuments in Portland I could throw these at? Because I don't have any use for them. They're gonna have to be a little bit smaller than full scale monuments because cherry tomatoes are tiny. Yeah, or the person only is a little bit racist. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to make that joke out? The tomato size should be roughly equivalent to how racist they were. Yes. Like, did they did they have like a friend of a friend that owned slaves? Let yeah. me throw tiny little tomatoes at them. Alexander Hamilton gets cherry tomatoes. Nah, I don't know about that. Well, certainly there are people who deserve bigger tomatoes than Alexander Hamilton. That, oh, I'm that not saying he's perfect, but isn't that a song as... in the in the musical? Certainly, there's a man who deserves bigger yeah. tomatoes than Alexander Hamilton. Nah, it was cut, but it's on the mixtape and it's covered by the Black Eyed Peas. 
It bops. Yeah. I'm a beat. Uh. <laughs> anyway, got, this is okay. a podcast. <laughs> we should... We should start. We should um, start. I have one for you. Okay. We don't have to suffer like this any longer. Yeah, we'll get you to what you want. And I'm sure there's... Which is the misconnections. Listen, if you fast forward the first 20 minutes of our podcast and get right to the misconnections, I I see you. That's fascinating to me. I see you right now. That's fascinating. It's Hey, it's happened. Have I done it with other podcasts? Maybe... Oh. Maybe, but sometimes. Sometimes I listen to podcasts so it feels like I have friends. Right. And hey, you know what? If you're listening to us, you are our friend. I'm going to read this misconnection now. (laughs) I just choked on my own spit because that was funny. (laughs) Leave it in. Okay, here we are. Zebra. Mount Tabor. It was a dark Saturday evening. The skies were lit with infinite sparkles. It was magical. And then I heard you. You were faint at first, and I couldn't quite make out what you were saying. But your cries got louder, and eventually I heard you loud and clear. Zebra! There was nothing more real for me in that instant, and all I wanted to do was yell it back in return. Zebra! But I was scared, excited, nervous, in love. Please, if you read this, call me and let's get together. For the zebra. Sometimes you, when you're on this forum, you just come across a little nugget of gold. <laughs> like wasn't like the writing of that was not too too you know flowery. No, wasn't perfect. too pretentious. It it kept you engaged, and it was exciting and sweet. It had a turn. Yeah, you know what? I'd read. I'd read more. I'd read a whole book if this this person wrote it. I would, and I also. Mount Tabor's right near my house, and I want to just send out a call. I'm going to oh, go ahead. Oh, man. What? Yes, please do that. <laughs> I just want to send out a call. Hey, guys, if you want me to facilitate this meeting, I'm down. Let's do this. <laughs> I will be mediator. I will stand there and make sure nobody's a serial killer. I'm happy to do that. I do How would you make sure knife. that nobody is a serial killer? Uh, I would. I would. In I would plant. I would plant myself. <laughs> Alone yeah. on a park bench. Right. But with a knife. Well, what if this serial killer's MO isn't af- you know, people who are alone on park benches? What if you know they're what if they're kinky, you know? What's kinkier than being alone on a park bench? <laughs> you're right. You're right. What yeah. was I thinking? Y- I don't know. You're just How close so are wrong. you to Matt Tabor? Could you yell zebra from your home and see if these people find their way to you and you just have to it's like marco polo but like uh i'm not i'm not close enough that i i am very loud um you are very loud loud. i'm very loud Uh, it's one of my superpowers i can yell so loud that i can physically cut off oxygen to my brain and almost black out like that's how loud i am why do you know that because i (laughs) i think we've had this discussion on here before because i have i have almost the closest i've ever come to blacking out was because i was yelling during an improv show Okay. Like I was just putting forth a lot of energy into the crowd, and I did. I saw tunnel vision. Like my, I didn't know quite what that had meant, and I the edges went black. And I've done it a couple times in my life, and it (laughs) is dangerous. Like, what if I blacked out from yelling so loud? Is that what you're about to say? I'm like, I I am (laughs) thinking about if I was at that show and that just if I didn't know you, if I was just watching an improv show and someone got so. 
that thing just collapsed. And like you'd probably think it was a bit if you were watching it. You'd be like, oh, this is you'd laugh, I think. And then like a minute would go by and I don't know how long you'd be blacked out for. I guess I probably would have pooped myself. <laughs> I don't know. You... <laughs> Why would that be part of it? Because you lose you lose control of your uh bowels sometimes when you lose consciousness like that. I guess. I guess so. I think I would at least pee myself. I also often have to poop immediately before going on stage at shows, so I'm just thinking, like, I'm locked and loaded. <laughs> it's not funny, it, but it, it is. You're, it's so funny that you are crying right now, and you <laughs> you are wishing that you had just been a, a just a bystander. I wouldn't that wish would it been, to you. I wish we'd met in, hi, in college. That would have been cool if we met in college. Uh, well, we can make it happen. We can well, go back in time. I'm sure that'll be commercially available soon. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. go back in time and meet each other in college, and it'll be all be good. I just, you know, we're just like, like I know when you're in your 20s, you're not like a real person. Like people in their 30s are gonna look at us and be like, they're not. But like, you know, like in college, you're not a fully formed person yet, right? So like, it right. would have just been funny to meet before you're fully formed people. You know how that goes? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All the people I met before they were fully formed people, and you look at them now, and it's just like. Whoa, how? Two two happen. blobs of Play-Doh just hanging out. <laughs> Anyways, Zebra. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think you should find some time to head to Mount Tabor, or anyone at Mount Tabor in the Mount Tabor area. Just go ahead and yell Zebra sometime and see what happens. Maybe we can just start this yeah. weird thing where people yell Zebra at each other at Mount Tabor. If that's my legacy, I'm okay with it. But, and yeah, and also, like, you know, uh, on the uh, on the flip side of that, I have a... Haunting feeling. Anyone have a dog named Zebra? Ooh, I have it, or anyone it. know anyone who has a dog named Zebra? Because let me tell you, there's one main reason why I'd be walking through a park yelling Zebra. It's because my dog's name is Zebra. Damn, this took a turn. As a hot take, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope Zebra was found. I'll tell you, if I had seen a missing poster for an animal named Zebra, you bet I'd take notice. So. You bet I'd be confused as to whether it was a dog or a zebra missing. <laughs> You bet I'd stop and get a second look. I don't just exude himbo energy. I am himbo energy. <laughs> we are all himbo. Uh, all right. I have sent you something that actually our good pal Warren McHenry sent me. Actually, that's not true. He did send me one, but it's not this one. This is one I found elsewhere, though. All on Here's your own. Here's the skinny. Not all on my own, either. I have resorted to uh, the dark web. Reddit. Uh, to Colin, I you are, out, you are outsourcing your duties as a harvester of misconnections. We ask people to send us misconnections every episode. We've always been outsourcing this duty, <laughs> and uh, you know what? I just we had, we had not done a podcast in a bit. Sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we totally um, it just don't never take us for granted because yeah, we could leave at any moment. Lesson. <laughs> don't we take us for granted. Any moment. If you love us, cherish us. Cherish us. Um, I just you know I needed to see like uh, a best of what what the the time frame we had missed. So, okay. and to be okay. fair, this isn't even a misconnection. But you know what, our name isn't. Misconnection essential crisis. It's Craig's essential crisis. I, mean, I think all Craig's this is fair game. You're really making a strong argument here. Mm -hmm. wow. Because right. I knew I felt bad when I did it, and I was like, I'm gonna have to explain myself. You feel bad. You should feel bad. Okay. I should feel ashamed. Anyway, here it is. Attention, WW. 
the BBLKD experience. I hate you for making me read this. <laughs> that was an, an Adler by Sarah. Sorry, I'll get back to the post now. <laughs> Women only. Well travel for your comfort, the big black experience. You only live once, the big black experience. Must try. For more detailed info on the big black experience. Serious, ladies only. Tell a friend. Leave name, phone number, women only. Well travel for your comfort. Older women recommended you only live once. The big black experience is waiting for you. Serious women, only women, only women, only. Will only response to phone numbers only. I can't wait. <laughs> Tell me that wasn't worth it. It almost is like a poem. Like it has all the things that a poem requires. Like it's got some rhythm. Like this person, although, you know, they don't write with what one would call quote unquote correct punctuation or grammar. They right. do. There is there is a rhythm to it. It's not oh, just yeah. like a dry post. Like there's, you know, there's some rhythm, there's some repetition. Like yeah. the really, I was really getting into the vibe with the serious women, women only, women only, women only. Like that <laughs> felt good to read out loud. It really did. It sounded good, you know. And Thank you. Uh, I know you said you hated me for making you read this, but honestly, I think it's. I'm so glad you did. Um, you brought so much life to it. I hear. I can see it as a poem, but I also hear it as like. A 1920s newsie on the street corner trying to sell a pape. Women only. Well, travel for your comfort. The big well, black experience. Well, travel for your comfort. The big black experience. <laughs> X-ray, X-ray. Women only. Serious ladies only. Tell a friend. I'm also wondering if attention WW is white women. Ooh, yeah. I hadn't figured that I, out. I hadn't cracked I that code. Think, I think possibly. Also, I don't, I, there is in the title, it says the BBLK, so the big black BLK, D, experience. Yeah. Slipping what a little. What D, do you think? D, I wonder what D is. What do you think D is? Dinner. He just wants to make you dinner. A big black dinner. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a My Big Greek Fat Wedding spinoff. But- <laughs> My big fat Greek wedding. The sequel is just big black dinner. My big fat black dinner. <laughs> it almost you. I think if you pitch that possibly to Tyler Perry, he would fund it for you. Uh, yeah. You know what? If anyone out there can get me in touch with Tyler Perry or maybe Mr. Perry, if you are listening, if you are a fan, first off, thank you. Uh, big fan <laughs> of you. I hadn't seen. First off, thank you. First off, thank you. I haven't seen any of the Medeas. But um, I hear they're great. And if I, I do love your work in Gone Girl. You know, you had a very calming presence in that film. Wait, he was in Gone Girl? He is in Gone Girl. Have you not seen Gone Girl? I have seen Gone Girl. That's well, like, I, I've only seen Gone it once. Girl. I watched yeah. it on a plane. And you guess this is before you knew who Tyler Perry was? No, okay. I think everyone comes out of the womb knowing who Tyler Perry is. Number <laughs> one, I'm just going to say that. They use Tyler also, Perry to teach the letter T in school. It is, though, ridiculous that Tyler Perry, like, he he, is, he has, like, the total cornerstone on, like, black film. Like, he was 
the black filmmaking and production corner. Like, he churns out so many movies. You're not wrong. I hate it. Like, that's a thing. I feel like you when you when people think of black movies, they think, oh, Ty, like Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, there's other movies with black people. They're not all Tyler Perry, you know? Oh, what? <laughs> I I know. And I, and I think that was a joke for a while. Like, you could put Tyler Perry's in front of any movie that stars black people. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry's 12 Years a Slave. And it's like, you know, he there just, are other people. He's just the only one who, like, built his own film studio. Which is crazy. Like, that's crazy. Like, he has, like, yeah, because doesn't he, like, he kind of controls the means of production, too. Like, he, like... From the like, ins- like it's not like he writes movies and then sells them. It's like he like writes movies and then he like owns enough stuff that like he produces the whole thing. It's crazy. It's a weird audience, a weird specific audience. Because I wouldn't say it's all black people. Because again, I haven't no. seen very many Tyler Perry movies. Yeah. But it is exactly black ants, <laughs> <laughs> black yeah. ants and uncles. It feels yeah. Well, it feels like you know he makes like comedies and then he also makes like like essentially lifetime movies that actually go to theaters. Yes. (laughs) Instead of festering on TV. Well, I mean, they do eventually fester on TV, but they first get to live their lives in theaters. Ashes to ashes. Tyler Perry. (laughs) Tyler Perry. Uh, Yes. Anyway, if you are listening, uh, you're probably not listening anymore. I mean, you probably got this tongue lashing and now it's... Why would you listen to Oh, Tyler. Anymore? Oh, shit. I, th- I forgot. I'm sorry. Okay, yes. Ah, uh, fuck. Well, I mean, th- if you did continue listening, listen, I'll I'll watch a Medea movie. I'm not above it. You know? It's just like, I don't I live in a very white part of the country, so I don't have anyone to go with me. I don't know. No one's going to come with me to the Tyler Perry movie. Are you asking Tyler Perry to go with you to a movie? I wasn't, but if he would, I'd see it. <laughs> Oh, don't cry, Talon. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I'm <laughs> fine. Send me a misconnection. Okay, okay. I just, I'm really fascinated by Tyler Perry. That's all I wanted to say. He was also in Star Trek. And it was also, it was very jarring. Because you're so used to seeing him in a funny wig and glasses and a dress. Which Star Trek was, I've uh, only seen one of them. Was he in the first, the first one? one? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't. He's got like, it's not like a cameo, it's a role. He's He's got like two scenes, but. It's Tyler Perry. It's so clearly Tyler Perry. Maybe black people are born with the ability to recognize Tyler Perry outside of the Medea <laughs> costume, but <laughs> it's so weird to see him in things that aren't Tyler Perry movies. And and actually, and Gone Girl, I thought he was the best part of Gone Girl. Okay, I have seen Gone Girl once on a plane. I love the book. The book's one of my favorite books. Who is he in the movie? He's what is the, his role? Uh, oh God, is he the like the lawyer, like TV lawyer? What like the black? Um, or like PR person? What is he exactly? It's been a while since. So I've he's seen on. Him. He's on what's his name side. Uh, Matt is that Matt Damon in that one? Who ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> you can't tell Ben Affleck and Matt Damon apart. I, actually, I mean, it is hard. I actually but. cannot. I am very poor at that. So that that one's Ben Affleck. <laughs> so he's on. He's on Ben Affleck's side. He's like Ben Affleck's yes. PR guy. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is ringing a vague bell. Yeah. Because I definitely. I definitely have seen the movie, right? I think so. I definitely <laughs> read the book. I like the book. I've read the book a, a couple times. That I is really it possible like it. you just read the book a couple times and you had and seen just, that they were like, starring in the movie and just plugged their faces into your brain? Honestly, that is very possible. You just <laughs> and yet, that is very possible. That's why I can watch 
or read books so much is because it's like I'm watching a movie in my head, which is something I really I recently realized not everyone has that. Yeah, I don't necessarily have that. Um, I try, yeah. but it, I feel like a book is much slower than a movie. I just think so. brains are weird, like, and some brains like don't. Some brains don't operate on a visual basis. Like some brains, True. like if you were to read a book, you would hear a voice reading the words in your head, which I right. don't hear at all. I just see them, uh, pictures, movie nice. type pictures. Anyways, good. good. <clears throat> psychology. Okay. Sorry, I set you a new disconnection. Yeah, back to the podcast. Sorry, Tyler Perry. Sorry, Tyler Perry. Anyway, um, uh, please hit me up. Rebecca Brady, originally from Gresham, Portland. Hey, we dated a long time ago. You dislocated your elbow snowboarding with me and got mad at me when I went through the park to hit the jumps on the way down to see if you were all right. I have three daughters who were quite young when we met. You drove a Honda CRX, and your mom did arts and crafts and sold them. We got in touch a while ago and never reconnected, as there was an issue you were concerned about. If you know Rebecca, or Becca, who used to be Brady, or possibly still is Brady, let her know that this ad is out there. I would love to get in touch with her again. She can contact me through here, or tell her to find me on the Book of Face. Does anyone have a, a person that meets this random jigsaw jumble of facts? <laughs> this is like a word problem. It's it. That's what it felt like. Yeah, totally. It felt like a word problem. Rebecca just... Brady has three daughters. I just love that um, that her mom made a living doing arts and crafts. Isn't that a dream? Isn't that the dream? And honestly, in Portland, I think it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone has a has an arts and crafts side hustle. I also like that they covered so many bases with, if you know Rebecca or Becca, who used to be Brady, or possibly still is Brady. Yeah, which I think the Honda CRX really would have made it. That's all clear. you needed to say, because who has those? Oh, not me. Yeah. Oh, man. Dislocated your elbow snowboarding and got mad at me when I went through the park and hit the jumps on the way down. <laughs> that, is, all right. that is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Rebecca, I, wait. I, I'm coming. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm here. Did, did that guy just do a triple ollie? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. But, oh, my God. Hey, Bing, did you see that? Did you see what I did? It's okay. But like, oh man, I wish you saw it. Oh, it's good. So what's wrong with your elbow? <laughs> I honestly, I think I would be happy that to have something to distract me from the pain of I, seeing somebody yeah. do some sick <laughs> snowboard jumps. I don't think I'd be mad. Like, it's not broken. It hurts. They're going to get here. <laughs> this is, <laughs> sees my friend like coming after me. <laughs> Down to ramps, doing some sweet tricks you, on the way down. Talon, if you saw me black out from yelling too much at the bottom of a ski jump, <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you skate? Would you ski straight to me, or would you try to do some cool things where you jump up in there and cross your skis in an X? Blacking out is different than dislocating <laughs> an elbow. If you're still like awake, I think that's oh, okay. grounds for me to be like, I don't have to hurry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you were to pass out cold, you know, I'd probably just skip the jumps. But either way, I got to go down, right? And, so, and is that just because you don't have an audience? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's part of it. All right, that's... all right. I'm glad to know. I just, you know, it's hard to put ourselves in this shoe. It's easy to say no, we wouldn't hit those jumps on the way down the ski jump to see. But yeah, you know, I don't think you could say until you're there. Is that why they broke up? 
Maybe that was the final. Or maybe she wanted to be an arts and crafts saleswoman like her mother and, you know. He couldn't wanted, support it. He, he couldn't. He wanted a little more stability, you know? Yeah. Uh, the classic the classic Romeo and Juliet situation. Yeah, I was going to say that old chestnut. That Hollywood story they keep remaking. You know, Tyler Perry did a version of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know what? It was very thoughtful. And, it was uh, very thoughtful. Thought-provoking, some might say. Thought-provoking. I mean, like. Jordan Peele could get a film studio, like a whole film but studio. The, but he hasn't though. Like he doesn't. Like I just, I just think it's fascinating. Like Tyler Perry was like, I, I'm worried people won't be making these movies, so I'm gonna fucking buy everything. It's gonna all gonna be mine. Like, did well, he come from money? Do you think he came from money? What's Tyler not that Perry I do? know of. I'm pretty sure he just grew up poor. Like I don't know. He's a god <laughs> in Chicago in, uh, in Georgia. I almost said Chicago, but um. I think I don't not that I'm aware of. I think he did it all damn. by himself, just like Medea. Oh, damn. He had a very hard childhood. Oh, oh my you're god. It now? Jesus. Oh Lord. Oh my god. No, he had a okay, he had a very hard childhood. I'm not gonna go into it because it's very sad. Jeez. <laughs> but let's just say Tyler Perry has overcome. Okay. And okay. he he fucking that's nuts. He okay. owns everything. Okay, yeah. sorry. If you hey, if you want to be sad later, Google Tyler Perry's childhood, I guess. Oh my gosh. He like wrote a Okay, so he wrote <laughs> a musical and moved to Atlanta and then spent his $12,000 life savings to put it up. Damn. Isn't that wild? That's pretty great. He just did that. Okay, sorry. No, Tyler no, no. Perry's I think Mr. Perry's now. a very like, talented dude. I've fallen into the Tyler Perry hole of Wikipedia. Did you, didn't even know there was one, and now I guess I'll go down it later. Uh, and now you're there. Now I'm there. All right, here's one for you. Tell me about it. Sending it your way. I'm so excited. Okay. <clears throat> I will say, I found this also through another source. So it wasn't me doing my Call own work. In. But, but then later, I went through actual misconnections on my own and found it there too. So really, Here's, it's like I did give it myself. Your, you know what? Give yourself the chance first next time, you know? I want to feel so much better. Well, the thing is, you and I, I feel like, always look up our misconnections so close to each other that we often dig from the same pile, you know? We're, we're shit and where we sleep. Is that shit and where we eat? That's the thing. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. So, uh, I did what I could. All right. Fish goddess at pet store. Saw you in the aquarium section as I stumbled by, carrying my poop bags and fungus treatment. I couldn't help noticing how stunning you were while you energetically admired those guppies. You were so dreamy as you uttered those sweet nothings to that pea puffer. I tried to talk to you, but alas, when I came back to that moist, dark fish room, you were gone. I hope you see this because I'd do a water change with you anytime. You, cute brunette, wearing black yoga pants and a tank top. Me, creeper-looking dude in the tank aisle. PM me, in quotes. So. Why do you have to describe yourself as a creeper? That doesn't, that's not endearing. That <sighs> that's never going to yes. work, right? That like, just makes me think, yes, you are a creeper. And no, I will not, quote unquote, PM you. Does he think maybe that by doing so, by nagging himself, he'll make himself look better? Maybe. You know, people do that. You know, I guess, yeah. Some people call that self-deprecating humor, and I, then I ask, "Where's the humor, buddy?" Yeah, and you know the queer I got. You know what Karama would say? He'd mm. say, "Stop putting up walls. 
you know? Oh my God. And then he'd take you to a place where he just put a bunch of egg crates for you to smash over. Yeah. Which honestly looked like one of the most fun, <laughs> fun Karamo exercises. Because usually Karamo's like, let me bring you to the man who shot you. Yeah. And this that one guy was like. This is the person who, who, who tried to have a, a baby with you and then you left him. And I brought you together. This Did is my that actually happen in a later? Okay. I was uh, just wondering if that had happened in a later season. I'm a little behind. <laughs> no, that wasn't a direct thing, but I think it was an amalgam of several things. I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, there's been there's definitely some moments where I was like, Karamo, you shouldn't be doing this. Are you certified for this? Yeah, because the one you said was real, right? Like, Yeah, no, that was a real thing. And then I wonder why Karamo was certified, and I remember that he got his start on Real World. Did he? I don't know the backstory yes, of any he of was the, the queer first. Eye, the queer, I think the he was eye. the first out gay black man on um, Real World. Was he still like as handsome as he is? He was. He had yeah. a little bit more hair. I was going to say, the hair I bet has been like, it's, fun, it's painted on, you know? it's. It looks good now. Well, are you talking about face hair or head hair? Uh, Face hair. Because he doesn't hair, have hair right now. And know how I know that is because I saw him advertising a skincare product and I went to it because I want to have skin like Karamo, only to find that the skin is only like bald head, head skin. skin. That is what it's for. And I was like, well, <laughs> fuck. Well, you can't very well go outright and say this is for head skin only. Could you imagine <laughs> the bullying you would endure? Yeah. But he had more hair atop his head? I'm so sorry that you did not get the facial products you wished you had. I just, he looks like... You know, Luke Cage is a black character with impenetrable skin. And they're, you know, Mike Coulter does a great job. But I think Karamo might be real life Luke Cage. I think if you shot him, it would glossy. bounce off. Just glossy. Yeah. 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 It's a good Anyways, looking dude. If you have bald head skin, look up Karamo. <laughs> check it out. Look him up. Yeah. Bobby, we're now we're into a queer. Bobby yep. seems like he's trying to like cop Karamo's fashion a little bit, and it's not Ooh. working for him in this, oh, this season. No. Like he's wearing a lot of sequined jackets, and I'm like, that's really more Karamo's forte. Mm. Mm. And Karamo pulls it off, and buddy, I don't know. I don't know that you're on that level yet, you know? I see. I see. Okay. Who else? Who else you got? What other hot takes do I have? Um, Jonathan Van Ness, uh, love the guy, cannot listen to him on a podcast. <laughs> Drives me fucking nuts. I, well. I, I've tried. <laughs> he, his inner, uh, I'm going to anger some people. I should stop now. I can't well. make enemies in the podcasting world. Just like when he's interviewing, he does not interview people. Like he bounces his own talking off of them. And like, sure. cause like for instance, like for me, like Nicole Byers, a really good example of somebody who like is a very bubbly energetic infectious person who still knows how to interview like her podcast like she's such sure. a good interviewer and you know what it's uh it's harder than it looks you know it's a skill it is oh no there are people that are very bad at interviewing there are people <laughs> with certain late night shows who could be ooh. better interviewers ooh hot take we're not gonna name names but know that Dolan has an enemy yeah listen I don't think I'm gonna get hired by him anyway because they don't hire black people on late night shows. Boom! Boom! Suck my dick. Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, back to fish goddess. <laughs> uh, that's cute. Have you ever been in an aquarium store? Uh, It's been a while. It's been a like while since a... I was in the market for a fish. Okay. 
Why? Like I'm talking aquarium store, not like Petco, like aquarium store. Like a store that's just fish. Yes. Yeah. I have. Okay. I just, that smell. It's like the Splash Mountain smell. (laughs) Yeah. I I like it a little too much. You know what I'm saying? mm, This is not where I thought you were going to (laughs) go. Sorry. Would you like to take us somewhere different? No, no, no. Where would you like to go? Tell me about the smell and how much you like it. I just I think it's enjoyable. I'm I'm a fan of a, a fish store. And you I just, like that they're moist, always, dark, damp cave yes, energy. They're always very dark, which I guess fish don't like likes, you know, they're underwater and stuff. Just talking about this, I want to plunge my body into ice cold ocean water. Mm. I'm so hot in my room. It is so toasty now. I'm so toasty. I'm not looking forward. I think I'll much prefer a COVID winter to a COVID summer. <laughs> I, yeah, this summer's been a, a, a hands-down bummer. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I have an inflatable pool that I will blow up this weekend if it's oh, still hot. hell yeah. Um, you know, so there's small things. All the small things. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Also, I just, poop bags and fungus is like. Yeah, do you need poop bags for fish? No. No, yeah. you don't. But this was a pet store with an with an aquarium section and not a aquarium store, I think. Okay. So <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> what if you like did and you just no one knew? <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta pick that up. Like, what? Huh? They they kind of they're very stringy and they just kind of dissolve. Yeah. I mean you know? is it gross that they swim around in it? Yeah, but there's filters, you know? I swim around in my own poop, you know? Um I I pooped in a river this this Weekend? Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Anyways. You said, what? Um, <laughs> you helped me at Mr. Bill Smokehouse, Lincoln City. Was with my parents. We bought clam chowder and crab meat. You were so helpful and polite. Very handsome, too. Hope you see this. They're not going to see it. They're not going to see it. I also thought we were on a bit of a fish kick, so I thought I'd... A know. fish kick, huh? Yeah, a bit of a fish kick. Also... Why is it the sea life sounds so dirty? When I heard clam chowder and crab meat, I was like, "Woo, that's dirty." What? <laughs> I try I not to my... think about the uh, reality of eating seafood because it is weird. You are eating a creature that has been, you know, soaking in its own feces, and that that I think attributes to the the fishy taste. At least in my mind, it does. So the more fishy the food. The harder I try not to think about it when I eat it. <laughs> I love it, but I really, like, I was in New Orleans, Elena and I were, with my family, and, uh, you know, big seafood fair there. Like, in our hotel, I just, we'd go up the escalator, you know, 10 feet away were these large tables with old white men who, while watching the Fox News that is playing on the hotel TVs, just sucking down oysters. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, man, I like oysters, but I don't like seeing people eat them. I don't like the word crab meat. Crab meat? That's not even that gross. What? I feel like crab meat is gross. Like saying crab meat is uncomfortable. Well, you could say any animal meat. Is that more gross? No, just crab Cow meat. Mm. Shrimp meat. Clam meat. Flesh. Even like, you know, I think, no, what I think is gross sounding when we refer to fruits or like non-meat things as having flesh or meat, like coconut meat. <laughs> That's a weird one for me. I'm less weirded by coconut meat. 
I'm just going to say it. You know, again, aren't differences what make us beautiful? <laughs> Sarah, I don't I don't know how we ever <laughs> thought we could start a podcast together. Uh, we have too many irreconcilable differences. Um, I'm on another kind of kick. You were on a fish kick. I'm on a different kind of kick. See if you can I'm guess excited. what it is. Can't wait to get kicked. Oh, get I kicks. Can't. You will get kicks by this. And so it goes. We met. We pooped in a bag. We kissed. We fell in love. All in that order. You evaporated from the planet after that. Where is my poo bag baby? And do you want to perhaps try again? You're on a poop kick. I'm on a poop bag kick. You are. Wow. Two <laughs> misconnections about poop bags. Two poop bag misconnections. Who would have thought? Um, listen, we promise a deep dive into misconnections on this podcast, and I think it's time for a deeper dive. And so we're going to spend the next 20 minutes on this. Okay, not the next 20 minutes. But let's, how deep can we get on this? What happened here? We met. We pooped in a bag. We kiss. We pooped in a bag implies they both pooped in the same bag, does it not? It does. How big was the bag, you know? What kind of bag was it? Why were you pooping in it? Were you in public? Were you in private? Were you camping? <laughs> I'm looking if at... If you're camping, that's good. If you're camping, that makes sense. I'm looking at the map, and it is not a campsite. It is a public park. It's a public park. So, mm-hmm. do we think that's where the pooping happened, or maybe other things? I don't know. You also evaporated from the... Also, I wish somebody would call me their poo bag baby. You do? No. <laughs> that would okay. be degrading. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, I feel like... Why are people trying to make poop, like, endearing or, like, funny? Like, I'm not, like, anti-poop. This is not an anti-poop podcast. Listen. No. We would never say that we are that. But I just think if you're using poop to, like, I don't know, flirt, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You know? To each their own, all right? (laughs) I know that's what I said, but is it working? Is it working? Has anyone ever met anyone over poop? Has anyone ever bonded with someone with a new love over feces? You know, it's one of the uh, the human pillars of life. <laughs> like, we all do it. Like, that's the what the sequel to the book should have been. Like, one, everyone poops. Two, but we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> You're, you know what? Until until we can all talk about things that make us uncomfortable, this world isn't going to get any better, Tallinn. I agree, but it's poop. Does it have to be so high in the list? I'd rather talk about slavery than poop. I'm so just you'd saying. So rather, you'd rather it be, like, number two on the list? Ah, okay. Ah. Okay. Well, every episode of Craig's Natural Crisis, there's one joke that makes you want to tear your ears off. And that wasn't it. That one was gold. <laughs> Saving it for later. Um, what ha- What's the most romantic poop-themed meet cute that you can think of? I can't. I don't think that's up Because even just try this mental exercise. So, like, okay, two... No, no, no. Okay. One carnival worker and one carnival guest. And okay. one of them is got to drive the one of the porta-potties away. Little do they know that... Sally McCarnival goer is in the porta potty <gasps> and he lifts it up with his big truck and she tries to like she tries to get out of it and and she like jumps out and then they're both like, Oh my god, though, could you imagine? Wow, you're cute. That's like poop adjacent, but poop isn't involved. You thought about that so much. 
I'm trying to think. Honestly, what what cuter poop <laughs> name meet cute is there? Uh, two people at a dog park take Both a doggy bag out. They reach for the same dog poop. They reach for the same dog poop. And then they go, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was my... Oh, my God. Oh, hi. <laughs> that has to have happened. That has to have happened. Yeah. And if it isn't, I'm going to start doing it. I'm just going to wait around with a bag. Nobody will know I don't have a dog. In the bushes. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I thought that was my dog. I'll be like, oh, where's your dog? And I'll be like, oh, no. uh... <laughs> oh, he's around here somewhere. Anyway, what's your name? Oh, Zebra? Zebra! Zebra! He's zebra. not coming. Sorry. Oh, well, he just loves to run around so much, so... <laughs> Anyway, um, hey. your dog, pretty big. It must mean you got a big place or something. <laughs> that must be a, mean you have a big place. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. So is there a Mrs. Poop Picker-Upper? <laughs> yep, that's a hot meat cue right there. That is a hot meat cue. Anyway, I, you know, I may or may not have done this one, but you brought up poop bags first, so... Uh, did I? No, I did. <laughs> I did they do were, that, didn't I? Uh, they were both you. Just gonna say it. You know what? Hey, you know what? What? Hey. Hey. I think it. I think you have a good one to end on. I think it might be time. You know what? I think you're right. Hey. Hey. Uh, thank you so much for listening Thanks this so week. Much. What? I was just saying thank you so much. Also, <laughs> just. <laughs> Oh, the fun of doing a podcast on Zoom. Uh, not even on Zoom. I don't know why I said that. I'm just so used to we're, it being We're not Zoom. sponsored by Zoom. We're not. We're not sponsored. Thank you Skype. so much to, for, for the listening that you've done to us, Craig's Essential Crisis. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving a rating and a review in the Apple Podcast app or anywhere you can leave a review for things. I mean, not all things. Like, it wouldn't be, it'd be weird if you reviewed us on Yelp. That would be weird. A place that makes sense to leave a rating consider doing it uh genuinely if you if you haven't it's something that is more helpful than any amount of advertising we could pay for uh have what was what was the last time you tried to search for a podcast did you look at the ratings first if there wasn't a lot were you a little skittish leave mm-hmm. us some and uh maybe other people will give us a chance and that's all we can ask for is for people to give us a chance thank you so much all the people who have given us ratings and if you do leave us a five-star rating Guess what? I'm going to read it on the air. I'll say whatever. Is it. Anything what? you want is what he said. I will not. Yeah, Sarah will explicitly only read the one stars. Yep. No, that's not true. No one will read the one no, stars. No, nobody will want to read those. We'll burn them. But uh, I'm calling you out. The last time Ooh. we got a rating was February. Boom. Ooh. Boom. Roasted. Don't like that? Don't like feeling guilty? Change it. Take your white privilege and leave us a rating. <laughs> On the Apple Podcast app, I assumed you're white. Does that does that apply? <laughs> if it, if you're not white, you don't gotta do nothing. You just chill. <laughs> you just hang out. I'm not making you do anything. White people, where you at? <laughs> um, if you if you ever want to submit a misconnection to us, feel free to do so through any of our social media channels uh, or at Craig Crypod. That's C R A I G C R I Pod at gmail.com. You, you gotta sing it though. Oh, I did. You didn't hear that? That was me singing. Sing it again. Uh, Sing it again the same way. C-A-C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-P-O-D. No, nope. nope. wasn't the same. At gmail.com. Anyways, so you can send it to us there. 
<laughs> and uh, we will. Uh, we love to get them. They're always a good time. Uh, we'd good like time. to thank uh, Rosie Sherman uh, at Hey Sherman on Instagram for our uh, theme song. Uh, we'd also like to use this time to plug a charity. It's something we've been doing. Um, you know, just because your social media feed, I know you're hearing it from everybody, but it's good that you're hearing it from everybody. Just because your social media feed's gone back to normal does not mean that the world is right and normal again. Uh, take this as a, a starting off point uh, to start being more active. Yeah. Something that people in the Portland area could be more active about. Uh, there is a um, Indian reservation near us. It is called the Warm Springs uh, Indian Reservation. Uh, and here's the hot goss. They haven't had running water uh, for a long time. And uh, they are currently trying to raise funds to get running water onto the reservation. Uh, it's extremely important. Um, and Think about your life without running water for a day. It would suck dick. I've had our apartment turn off our water for like two hours at a time a couple days recently for some maintenance. And I I forgot and it was the worst. (laughs) It's it's terrible. And uh, yeah, they don't have any running water, not for drinking, not for showering, not for anything. So um, because we are all on indigenous land, folks, here's the hot goss. We're all on indigenous land. We are colonizers. It sucks. Um. Go ahead and uh, if you have a little bit of extra money from a paycheck this month, uh, go ahead and give a little funds to them. Uh, you can find that um, that Warm Springs Reservation Water Fund. You go to M as in Mary, R as in Richard, G as in George, foundation.org, and then slash T-H-E dash C-H-U-U-S-H dash fund dash two. I'll you got also all put a link in the show notes. We're so going to put a link in the show notes, but I thought I'd say it out loud just in case anyone loves uh, transcription. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, we know we got all those transcription freaks out those there. Freaks. I said freaks. <laughs> uh, yeah, go check it out. Uh, don't throw a little money their way um, if you can, um, because we should be doing that. We're, we we got to help each other out because the government's not going to help us out. We got to help each other out. Yeah, and listen, if you're like, uh, if. You have to choose between leaving a rating for this podcast or making a donation where it counts. I'd prefer you make a donation. <gasps> Talon just up and said it. Yeah. If you're white, you got to do both, though. Ooh, Ooh, there's the catch, baby. Boom. Boom. I see those demographics. I know who you are. I Destroying don't. I don't white race. supremacy one I call said out I, at a time. <laughs> I just said I don't see race. And I want to make that clear. That's in very specific <laughs> relation to podcast and listener demographics. Oh, uh, tell you no, you're colorblind? Otherwise. That's woke not what of I you. Said. Hmm. Not what I said. Are we all one race, the human race? College? No, no, don't you dare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways. Talon Anyways. has uh, one last absolute just zinger for me. Zinger. Uh, my entire body, head to toe, is just tingling with anticipation. I'm also sweating a lot. You're s- because of this? No, it's hot out. It's very hot in this room. I actually had a droplet of sweat just drip into my ear, which was a very sensa- weird sensation to wake up to earlier. Uh, gross. Uh, yeah. Did not appreciate it. Woof. Uh, okay, well, listen. Hold What's up? fucking hats um i've I'm, been i've been I'm vamping for you this one to you i vamped so hard you a, for you <laughs> i'm sending you a, a textual message that contains this one that's disgusting uh it's are you com- i am Boom. there we go there you go and this was sent in from our friend warren McHenry. who as well, far as i know really is still, got me yeah 
I was t- I took a big breath and then you had that interjection. <laughs> I just felt like I needed to say it, so I wasn't wrong earlier. I was right. I was just right too early. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. All Can't right. be wrong. Take it away. Spiritual woodcarver wanted, Portland. You will carve a blood and guts crucifix. You will be paid. I'm Tom Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And this has been Existential Crisis. Crisis. Beep. <laughs> Leave a message. What, what's, a, what's a blood and guts crucifix? Thing? I'm horrified to know. 